Go on. I'll get the next one. No, not without you. I'll be all right. Listen, I'll be fine. I'm a survivor, all right? Don't worry about me. Now go on. Get on. I have an arrangement with an officer on the other side of the ship. Jack and I can get off safely. Both of us. See? Got my own boat to catch. Go on, hurry. We're almost full. Step aboard, miss! Come on, hurry. Step aboard, please. Daddy's good girl, all right? Step lively. Go, my little sailor. Keep back. Keep back, I say. Move Move around, please. And lower away! Almost as good as you. Easy now. And lower away. There's no uh Easy. There's no arrangement, is there? Lower away. No, there is. Even. Not that you'll benefit much from it. And even away. I always win, Jack. And lower away evenly, lads. One way or another. What's that trim? Trim that boat. Easy. Even lads. Same as in the past four or five months, I think. I just, I keep, I just can't sleep. I've been having, I don't know, what is it called, insomnia? I don't know what it is. I just can't sleep. My brain won't shut off, and I've tried everything, and it's, it's infuriating, and it's stressful. 
so the majority of the time I just lay in bed and and it's like my brain won't shut off so I steer into it I was like all right bitch you want to start thinking well let's think about things and I think of ideas and possibilities and business plans and but that stuff just makes me more anxious to think about there are some things that I do like to think about though that they they make me happy and sad at the same time I take inventory of the people that I know in the moment like present I guess people that I talk to people that I keep in mind that I hope they're doing well and I'm wondering what they're doing people from work people that I've met people that I interact with I'm very closed off and I really don't talk to anybody and sometimes when I finally do get to talk to somebody I feel like a <laughs> like a like a dog that hasn't seen its owner in days and I'm just excited and I'm just shaking my ass <laughs> I am um, sometimes I feel like I can be needy or I can't be obnoxious or annoying because I want to talk a lot to the people that I like but it's it's because I've just been alone for so long I've actually been alone my entire life well it sounds weird but I mean we are actually all alone all the time I mean we're just this soul in this in this feeling in your chest and the thought in the back of your mind inside of this body no matter how hard we try to connect with somebody we can never make them understand how we feel or think and the need for that is what creates relationships and friendships and teams and crews and nations I don't understand or I don't know the meaning of life I have some ideas but I feel like the entire world is just it's after one thing. It's after this need to be understood. It's this need of... If you boil it down, it's that feeling of you had a crazy dream and you're trying to explain it to somebody. And they don't get it. And you just want them to get it so bad. We want to accumulate the most resources so we can survive the longest so we can have time to explain what we feel and think but I do it does make me happy to think about the people that I think about and it's crazy I, I told one of my coworkers it's crazy how just six months ago like I didn't even know you guys existed and now I couldn't think of living without you guys. There's this scenario that I always play out in my dreams, or not my dreams, but to help me go to sleep of if there was a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> who would I try to save? Who would I go out of my way to find out if they're still alive and if they're okay? And let's say I made a like a base camp. Who would I bring into my base camp and go hunting to find out if they're okay? There's, there's a few people and 
this is something that I've been doing since I was a kid. And yes, it probably wasn't a zombie apocalypse, but it was a, 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 a emergency sort of situation. Like, who would I go out of my way to find out if they were okay? And the list changes over the years and it just evolves. It never, the list never gets smaller. It just keeps getting bigger. Just because, let's say, we haven't talked in forever, doesn't mean that you're not on that list. It sucks that we haven't talked in forever, or that we're either mad or estranged or whatever. But I would still go out of my way to find out if you're okay, if you need anything. And that list just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But what sucks is the connection in real life gets smaller and smaller. The list of people that I would go out and hunt to find out if they're okay during the apocalypse is huge. The list of people that I talk to now doesn't even exist. Well, <laughs> it's probably like five people. And the reason I'm thinking about this today is that, or the reason I can't sleep, or one of the reasons why I'm in this, I've had to say goodbye to somebody that I've known for over 15 years. And it feels like, okay, so there's this scenario, I'm pretty sure I've said it on the podcast already, but imagine you're in a country, you don't know the language, you don't know anybody, you're there for work or something, you don't know anything or anybody, you're just alone in this sea of people, of buildings, of language, of, of weird scriptures all over the buildings. The culture doesn't make sense to you. Mannerisms, politeness. It's just this blur of un, this blur of confusion. And you sit on a bench waiting for a bus and along comes somebody and sits on the same bench waiting for the same bus. For some reason, you decide to say hi and greet each other. And it turns out that you guys speak the same language. But not only do you speak the same language, you, you're, you're from the same race, same background, same history all the jokes all the the all the culture just connects like oh you're from I'll just put myself in this situation <laughs> to make it means like to make it make sense let's say I'm in Russia I don't know anything about Russia I'm just sitting there Somebody comes up and sits down, and I say, I don't know what they say in Russia, <laughs> to say hello. 
but I don't know for some reason like they they would have something on them to make me understand oh you're you're from America hi I'm from America as well well it turns out that they're Mexican as well from America oh hey and then it just starts to snowball you're from America you're, you're Mexican-American oh so you understand the lifestyle that that is or that so you understand the lifestyle that that involves Oh, but it turns out that we're from the same West Coast. We're from California. We're from this town, from this city, this, that. We understand each other's streets. And, oh, that's my favorite place to go eat. And that's the one school. And it's just in this vast ocean of confusion. You find this little beacon that you can hold on to. You guys get on the bus. What, really? You went to that school? Like, yeah, I used to live down that street. And it, and, and in my mind, it feels like... You know that feeling when... um You're out in the cold all day. And then you walk into someplace warm. And you start to feel like you're defrosting. I think that's what that feeling is like. Where... You've been confused all day for however long, and now you're starting to untangle, and everything's starting to make sense, and you're just getting this brief glimpse of sanity. Yeah, I used to buy candy at that store. I used to go to bridge store. I used to have fast way chicken. Yes, I... Oh, did you go to that drive-in? Did you... Just swapping, sharing stories. What are the odds, man? What are the odds that in this... Hectic world, you can find... Somebody that... Understands and knows what you... Feel and think. It's just... You two floating... In the ocean... On this beacon... And it's just like, it, it, you're so thankful that out of all of this, it doesn't matter if there's a storm, 90-foot waves, but you have somebody that, that, that gets everything that you're saying. How rare of a gift is that? In this mind-numbing existence to find some sort of clarity is rare but now the bus stops it's not my stop it's theirs And we're in a hurry. We just have to say goodbye. We didn't get each other's names or information. We have to say goodbye. And we're in a rush. You try to get information, but...
the bus drivers, we gotta go, bitch, in whatever Russian language that is. <laughs> we gotta say goodbye. They're gone. And <laughs> in my mind, Russia is always like in a fucking snow blizzard, so as the bus pulls away, they fade away into the whiteness of the snow. And now you're back into the confusion of what Russia or whatever existence it is. And now you're back into the blur. Into the blizzard, the whiteness, the unknown. Back to handling it by yourself. That's what I think people are. That's what I think friendships are. That's what love and life and this existence is. You're born. That's when when you're born, that's when you sit on that bus stop. Anybody that you interact with uh, that that you grow to love is the person that sits next to you. That bus ride is the experiences and, and pain and love, craziness that you can have with that other person. You don't know what you have until that bus stops. Once that bus stops... You just want more time. And that person getting off of the bus is either the end of some sort of friendship or leaving a job, moving, end of a relationship, or somebody passing away. Having to say goodbye to somebody feels like <clears throat> feels like losing grip of that beacon in the middle of the ocean, drifting away. Well, you're not really caring about yourself. You're just like, I hope that they survive. I hope that they're okay. I hope that I'm not there to help them, but I hope they can make it out. Or maybe that's just my way of thinking. Because for me, I was like, at least they're holding on to that beacon. I'll fight a shark. <laughs> I'll figure it out. It just makes me think of that one scene from Titanic when fucking, uh, I'll never let go, Jack. In my mind, like, bitch, there's a lot of space on that fucking plank. <laughs> Pull me up. I fucking drew you. And that's another thing, too. Titanic is the scariest film I've ever seen. 
Not because of the fucking boat rides and not because of all that shit. What's scary about Titanic is that you can love somebody your entire life and they might never ever love you. Because at the end of that film, spoiler alert, fucking Titanic, who hasn't seen it? This bitch went out. <laughs> After Jack died, she went out, survived, married somebody else, had hella kids, and grew old with that dude. I think he passed away, or, or whatever happened. But she never stopped loving Jack. And I feel bad for the dude she married. She never loved him. He was just some fucking, uh... <laughs> it was a spatula. He was a tool. He was this thing that she needed to accomplish something. She just used him. But she never stopped loving Jack. So, in my mind, it's like, well, who the fuck is your Jack? Whenever I meet somebody, like, who's your Jack? Huh? But that's something else. But I, I, I take this inventory of the people that I would save. I take this. Who could I not live without? Or who would I be sad if they, were, if, if they didn't exist? That list is huge. And I wonder, like, am I on anybody's list? Probably not. Who the fuck? <laughs> but. I don't know, man. <laughs> but I mean, in my list, I do have my, uh, what is it called? MySpace Top 10 or whatever. I wonder what other people think about. Like, has anybody, well... What do other people think about when they can't sleep? Like, what, um, obviously, they think about their bills and stuff like that. But, like, does anybody else think in this sort of way where you are analyzing it, the interactions that you have with the people that you're with? Sometimes it's weird how somebody you've never met. automatically just rises to the top of that list because I don't know fate how like think of a McDonald's and let's say you've never worked there but then you work there one day And it's like, I I go to this McDonald's all the time. You know, you don't think about who works there and their lives and their personalities and their struggles. But let's say you work there. Now you understand all that. Now you can't think of them not existing. And it's just like, it's crazy how people can taint you or... or Leave a stain on you. It's a blessing, though. 
I know the news and politics are painting each other to fight against each other, but everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own side. Everybody has something that we can all connect to. We're not as divided as this world makes it seem like we are. I... I used to be a very bad person. <laughs> I'm trying to change that. If I see something bad happening, I don't attack it with aggression and attack it with compassion. Because I know what it feels like to be chained up and beaten and be afraid of anybody that comes close. I know that feeling of attacking and lashing out. I know that feeling of self-defense. I know that feeling of self-preservation. Like an abused dog. I know the feeling of being afraid to be petted, touched, loved. It's crazy how the most vicious dogs are the ones that desperately need love the most. Because the fight is all they've known. The cold is all they have known. Because it's the cold that they have always known. And to feel that ray of sunshine through the stormy clouds to warm them. That's, that's new. They've never felt that. I don't know what time it is now. It's probably like 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning. I haven't heard a bird chirp yet, but as soon as I hear one, I'm going to be angry. <laughs> That's the one thing about not being able to sleep that I hate. Well, I mean, I hate all of it, but when you're when you can't sleep and you're just laying there, you're like, okay, maybe, maybe I don't know what time it is, but maybe I can still sleep. Maybe I can still sleep. And you hear that first bird chirp, you're like, motherfucker. It's probably like 6 in the morning now. Guess what? Guess who didn't sleep tonight? I don't know if any of this made sense. Maybe it all did. I am... Um, I hate that I have to say goodbye to people. I hate that walls come up or I've always hated that feeling that you meet somebody at some store or you see somebody at some store and they pretend like you didn't go from kindergarten all the way to fucking high school with them and they just avert their eyes or they pretend they didn't see you. 
I've always hated that feeling. I hate that things have to end. I hate that my stop is coming up. And I hate that I have to say goodbye. My name is Seven, and this has been Memoirs of a Sage. Oh, brother, restless all night down. Life for a while, you hear against the earth. And you hear your sister sleep talking, say your hair is long and not long enough to reach her to me. But you feel Sunday might be And she woke up in her cold sweat on the floor Next to a family portrait drawn when you were four And beside a jar of two cent coins that I'll never good no more She lay aside Back to the room you made on the mountain side Without a terrible thing with papers for the walls And a lonely ring, a lonely ring Sit on your porch and pluck your strings Someday